you don't know that music, you're not a real fan, baby. May 5th, this is the premiere episode of the Third Eye Reviewing, hosted by your boy, DJ Buchanan. Man, it's great to have this movie review going. I've been trying to do this a while now. Uh, I used to, I was going to have one on Swerving, but couldn't get the co-host going. So I wanted to bring something solo to the barn. And uh, yeah, we got Third Eye Movie Reviewing going. Today, if you can tell by the, the music, this will be a Marvel special with Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness coming out tonight. I'm going to see that in the IMAX. Just ready for it. So this episode is going to be talking about that, what I kind of expect before the movie going into it. And then um, I'm going to give a second half of what I like with no spoilers and uh, what to look for after Doctor Strange and what to look for and what movies to watch before you go watch the second Doctor Strange to catch up on the multiverse timeline and all that because a lot's going on between um, Infinity War, Endgame, then it all leads into the Spider-Mans and things. So a lot is uh, going on with the Marvel MCU and uh, just excited for it because it can go anywhere. And to kind of start, I'm going to smallly hit on the Loki show. The Loki show... I, I was just doing my homework on it all week. It doesn't have much to do with Doctor Strange, but it does. Because if you watch the end of Doctor Strange and he's sitting there with Thor asking about his brother and the variants and all that, and Doctor Strange talks about he's going with them, that explains a lot. So Loki was actually the first to open the multiverse and the time variants and all that. So if you don't know a lot about the variants and all that, the only reason you need to watch Loki is that and to understand like why the multiverse is open. We really see Doctor Strange come into play and... Infinity War, when Thanos is first comes to Earth, he's trying to collect all the stones. Doctor Strange is a prime holder of the Time Stone. Visions, he's got the Vision Stone. I don't know what the other ones were throughout. Oh, yeah, uh, Hawkeye. Uh, not Hawkeye. Black Widow died uh, collecting one of the stones. And if you go watch Infinity War, it's, it's a lot. So get to go back and watch that. But Doctor Strange was a big part of that. As you can see, like the first 30 to 45 minutes, you could see that the MCU was really bringing Doctor Strange in as he's going to be, you know, a big factor to this, a big factor to this. You know, Iron Man was questioning him because he's never met him, but, and he's a wizard guy, but Doctor Strange can do a lot that other people can't do. And the only one that kind of matches up to his power is Wanda, who we'll speak on in a bit, and that will actually be in the, the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, really watching Infinity War and underst understanding Doctor Strange's power, him vision, vision, uh, visioning, the, the 14 million outcomes that of the end game and seeing the one, how it ends, and all that is just really great and really seeing his power of the time stone. If you really watch Doctor Strange and how the ancient one and Doctor Strange come about and Doctor Strange gets in the car wreck, hurts his hands and all that, and the gathering of the, the time stone, him giving that to Danos, you would really understand that him doing that in the time he really saw, like, he really is a sorcerer supreme, which we all thought. You know, we all thought at the time before he gave that, but something I just learned is that Wong was the Sorcerer Supreme during the blip when Thanos snapped his fingers. Apparently, to claim that title, you have to be alive. So the year, the five years that um, Doctor Strange was alive, Wong had taken that in because he was still alive from the blip. So right now, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme, and that's someone that can hold all the magical powers and rituals that, you know, are able to do within the... Uh, School of Karmatage, which Doctor Strange comes from. But they say that the Multiverse of Madness could lead to, you know, the journey of Doctor Strange is coming, the Sorcerer Supreme, maybe battling Doctor Doom down the road. But uh, I've heard rumors and stuff that Wong could be, like, 
could die in this movie. So, you know, that could lead to uh, there being no Sorcerer Supreme and it leading it open for Doctor Strange and it leading it to a battle with someone. But uh, that is more of that side, how Infinity War wraps up into Doctor Strange. Endgame, really not that much. You really just get to see see all the Avengers go at it. But the biggest part of Endgame that wraps up with Doctor Strange would be just seeing how the you know Doctor Strange really controls time, how he's, he got everyone there back from the blip through his portals, him and Wong. Um, and then you see Wanda come in and battle Thanos, and that fight was just good. The, the two that handled Thanos willingly in that fight, what I, I would say would have to be Doctor Strange and Wanda. Other than Wanda was really handling Thanos, other than him calling in the airstrike and then Captain Marvel coming in and save the day. But I feel like um, Wanda really could hold her own, and we we could tap into Wanda. So the Wanda Vision show, if you watch Endgame, Vision dies. He doesn't come back from the blip, the snap of the fingers that Iron Man takes. So he had this big he had this big vision of Wanda and himself growing old in a town called Westview. So the end of Endgame, it points out to that and shows Wanda practicing her witchcraft and her powers. And she makes kind of a reality-based town called Westview and brings Vision back and kind of just lives the happy life she always wanted to live if Vision was alive. So if you uh, if you tap into WandaVision, it kind of grows and Wanda becomes to have two sons, one Petra. And I forgot the other one's name, but the uh, one has power and the other one has magical abilities. So that really tells just how strong Wanda is in, in her passing of abilities. So Wanda was pres- had witchcraft going between Westview and, you know, on the other side, people were in time and the other, they were stuck in her sitcom. But one of her friends she got within the show, had claimed Wanda's powers and was protecting, you know, Wanda and her in the real world because there was a witch trying to, trying to manipulate Wanda and her powers. And that's kind of why Wanda uh, was so stuck in Westview and all that. When she snapped out and got a hold of it, she ended up killing the, the vision in the world she created and took everything back and then went to, a to practice her witchcraft and really pick up on it to where, uh, you kind of see her a lot in Doctor Strange. So the Doctor Strange and the Wanda teaming up is, you know, it can kind of go different ways. People are saying that Wanda has been growing that that evil power since uh, losing vision and all that. And she's kind of just kind of trying to practice a witchcraft to perfect her power and get back what she wants and losing vision. But uh, I guess we have to really see what the madness of the, the multiverse is going on to see if her and Strange will team up. And could lead to different things because we know that Wanda's power can control her sometimes into thinking evil and just not thinking straight. So I feel like she can turn on Strange anytime. But if if Wanda stays Wanda, it could be a good journey of teaming up. Maybe something start of a new Avengers. I don't know. That's kind of where I hope it gets. I feel like Madness of the Multiverse is really just the story of Strange finding him true self and the power he really rounds because he's still kind of questioning that. But all these other Avengers like Spider Man and you see him in Thor and all that. They need Doctor Strange because he's a holder of the Time Stone. So Doctor Strange is slowly becoming one of the more powerful MCU superheroes in my book. I feel like this movie is really important to the MCU. As you can see, Strange and Spider-Man No Way Home. And um, yeah, just get to watch it. Another movie I think you need to watch before the Doctor Strange is the Shang-Chi holder of the Ten Rings. So Marvel, that was a low-budgeted movie by Marvel, but you know it was corny with the jokes and stuff, but... The last end when she really get when Shang Chi really gets his powers, 
from his father and all that and you get to grow with the story and learn about it it's really beautiful and you know you never leave a marvel movie without watching the credits and um wong ended up talking to uh shang ching and his girlfriend and was pretty much just welcomed them to the world of the mcu so and um wong was asking shang ching about his rings because they were ten thousands of years old so they had to be held before him so i think you know seeing shang ching's powers he will definitely have of world in the the comitage or you know the multiverse i just feel like his power will come a lot within the mcu and he'll be able to uh i feel like he's gonna rap in that well you know i don't i don't think he'll pop in dr strange but i feel like later down the road that's who dr strange would think of or he said he was saying the avengers so i don't know who it could be i feel like that the shang shing is a really something to hold on to and you will see him in the mcu timeline at some point I'm not going to get much on the Doctor Strange movie, what to look into going in, because if you're a true Marvel fan and watching, you should know what to expect going in. So, uh, like I said, Doctor Strange, I feel like he's just kind of kind of trying to figure out the, the walk of becoming the Sorcerer Supreme and becoming the best Doctor Strange. I feel like he's going to fight, have to fight a lot of himself to become the true Doctor Strange, because if you watch What If, he had that, he had a scenario of if he lost his wife instead of his hands, and he kept trying to battle back time of certain points in life. Like if someone dies, you can't fix it. So he was going back trying to fight that. So I don't know if the movie would take a small part in that and taking something from Doctor Strange and making him become evil, but I think it would be a good thing to see and go see Doctor Strange if if you are caught up with Infinity War, Endgame, Loki, WandaVision, all that in the old Doctor Strange because it's all great and the MCU is coming together. Thor, Thor coming out in July. I think that's really... The only one that'll wrap into the multiverse, kind of to wrap things up from Endgame. So, uh, yeah, Doctor Strange should be one of the most anticipated Marvel movies to be expected for the start of the summer. So I just wanted to hop on here and give the first segment before I watch the movie and kind of get my vibes on it because I expected a lot out of it going in. Going to just kind of have a good time. And this pod, uh, this pod will be dropping probably weekly. Just I don't know. Like this was a special because this movie's dropping, but I'll be doing specials when good movies drop. I'll be doing specials on good movies you watch and movies I'm looking to looking forward coming in the future. And I do specials on like what to watch on HBO on special uh, broadcasting stations. Cause everyone don't have all the shit. So I'll give like my top movies for each station and all that throughout some time. But I just want to really get this Marvel special out and going. I'm ready for some Dr. Stephen Strange tonight. So this your boy Swerve. I'm recording today on Thursday. Dr. Strange is 10 PM showing at IMAX. Probably hop back on here Monday when I get back from town, umpiring baseball in Branson. And I'll drop this next week sometime. But go see Doctor Strange. Make sure you catch up on all the Marvel movies. And just be tuned, man. Because it's going to be a good thing coming to NCU. It's starting something new. R.I.P. Iron Man. Spider-Man's great. And Doctor Strange is the shit. So tune in. (laughs) 